Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, man, Boulay Kev Podcast. We got a special guest here uh, from the uh, Dope As Usual podcast. Yes, sir. Now, do you go by Thomas Yola, Dope As Yola? What is your... Um, I, I introduce myself as Thomas to everybody. Okay. But people call me anything, man. People call me a bunch of different things. So, I, man, it's crazy because I was not really hip to, like, the weed YouTube world. It's there. Until recently. Oh, Really? Very recently. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, World. listen, I'm pretty heavily involved in the weed shit, you know? So, like, it was just kind of, I've been to, like, a lot of sessions and stuff, and I, I feel like I've met a lot of people, but I wasn't very hip until recently Travis Thompson came on our mm-hmm. show, and he came right after <laughs> he left your thing. And, uh, and he, sh- like, he was like, dude, this dude just got me high as fuck. Yeah, I try not to get him too high, though. Just because I knew he was coming And it here. was crazy because I, I was like, oh, shit. And then I followed your guys' podcast page that day. And then you guys did Jeezy. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, I, and like your shit just kept popping up. And then I just went on a fucking deep dive because I really uh, like the way your guys' podcast is presented, the way you. it looks. Does your boy Marty handle all that? Yeah, Marty, me and Marty do everything. He's a beast, dude. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, but it's a great show. Like I really like went on like a... A fucking bender, like just watching some of your stories. Thank and, you. Sick. And uh, I was like, damn, this dude's fucking got a sick life. Yeah, I don't think about it that way a lot often, but if I do, that shit's wild. So, <clears throat> for I mean, you're obviously from, you're from Merced, right? Merced, California. Yeah. Well, shout out to GB. We had GB on the show yeah, before. Yeah, shout out to GB. Just got the Merced like the philanthropist award from the city two days ago. Oh, he's ago. a great guy. Bro, yeah. I can't. He I, was just recording here last week. Uh, sweet guy, man. Um, we also had another kid from Merced on the show, the 16-year-old kid I met at La Russell's house. Mao, uh, Mao something. He's, yes. he's a rapper from Merced. With dreads, GB glasses. He's like the next kid. He's incredible. So I, I met him at La Russell's house. Oh, shit. And I was like so mesmerized by his freestyle or whatever he did on stage at La Russell's house. I was like, bro, you got to come to LA and rap on my show. Really? And him and his dad came on a school day. 
on a school day. It was fucking sick. That's awesome. Um, and I'm actually on the radio in, uh, in, it's not Merce- okay, Modesto. What's, Modesto. Yep. Yeah, what's the station? It's like hot, I think. Hot 104.7. I think that's the station yep. I'm on. Hot 104, hot 105 now. What, I'm on the hip hop, or whatever the rhythm no, station shit. is. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, like, that's the only, uh, that's the only outlet we have in town is the radio, man. Yeah, shout out to Merced, man. Merced, dude. This is the most it's the drive-through. Anyone... It's a drive-through city. Is it? It is. Well, you, got, you need drugs? That's the spot you stop on the way to LA. Where the Because they got cookies there, right? And the lemonade, or is it just... Is there, and none of that. I'm talking about dispensary-wise. Honestly, no, I think there is. A, I think there is. I think one, there's a cookies there. I've never been to a dispensary in my town, ever. Why would you? Well, I just... I've just never been. It's, it popped up in like the last three or four years. And honestly, I don't really go to a lot of dispensaries here. I mean, neither do I. Yeah. Like I do, I, all the weed I get is free. So I just, I like to, I get that much free weed from people every day, but I just buy, there's just certain weeds I buy. What is your go-to like strain? Like your, you prefer. Well, it's to non-existent smoke. right now, but the gassiest OGs on the planet is all I want to smoke. Sure, OG day, guy. Every day in my sleep, but I can't find it. Well, it's kind of crazy because like OGs have kind of died out, right? Where it was kind of like, what, eight or nine years ago. Every rapper was Two off the OG. Years ago, I would buy a pound every month, and I'd smoke it throughout the month. Right. And I was happy. And then I got a pound and went, what is this bullshit? Fool's gold. Yeah. I get burned and went, that tastes like sulfur. You, you got me. And then I got another two packs, and I went, are you fucking kidding? I just wasted my money. I'm it's not like almost like it. the exotics have just taken over to the point where it's Anything like- Anything candy. Yeah, it's like- Anything it, candy takes over. This, I bought a pea. This is lemon. I've been smoking- this lemon and it's so fire. So you're still buying. Uh, you're still buying. You, I mean, you, you as much free weed as you get. Oh, I, I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I will try your weed, and I give it to all my homies because then they don't got to buy weed, they don't got to do shit. Hey yeah. Cyrus, how much weed do I give you every fucking week? Yeah, it's <laughs> motherfuckers it's give me so much weed, and yeah. I'm like, first of all, a lot of the shit is whatever, right? Yeah, they, I just feel it comes bad. in cute bags. Yeah, it comes in cool bag. I just feel bad, like. I have two zips here. Like, fool, here, take some. I'm not no, going to no, smoke no. that for at least two weeks. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, I, or my I sister. I hook up my dad. My dad is, my dad's in town right now. I just lace him. I'm like, take all this shit. You must be hyped. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Hardeen in Las Vegas, they give me like store credit every month. So I'll go to Vegas and I'll just be like, dad, what do you want? Because they sponsor a park. Yeah, shout out to Hardeen. They, they just hit us up. They're great guys, I was man. wondering who, I was wondering, I know that out of Vegas. Yeah, who, who are you talking to? Uh, Marty's handling that, that They're great that guys. One. Yeah. Cool. Fuck yeah. with them. I've never been to any. Disp- I've only been to. Hardeen is the one. It's like you walk in and it's like the it's like the Rolls Royce of dispensaries. They have their own scent. It's like a signature scent. They got their own shoes. They they dude. They drop their own feelers. <laughs> get their own scent. No, I swear to God. No, I love mm. that. But and you can buy the, the board scent. mean they're like, yo, what do we need? We need people to smell like us. Like, what, what the fuck? So good. We had the candles, but we ran out of them. Because you, you light the candles, the terpene, and now it smells like Hardeen. That's amazing, bro. Do they grow there, too, at the spot? No, they're strictly, they do not Just grow. Retail. Yeah, they're strictly retail. Because I feel like a lot of people who try to go full vertical, they end up fucking out of business or... Or just never that great. Yeah. The overturn of employees and goes, I don't care about this crop. Like not, I'm going to get paid today. Yeah. That's a lot. So they're strictly the retail. Yeah. And then they're doing like a, they got some big plans. I can't say what they're doing, but they got some big plans. It's Vegas, you know? Yeah. Um, so, okay. So you grew up in Merced. Yeah. We have very, so I was watching you talk about your family situation. And I feel like we have very similar human beings around us as we were growing up. 
Yeah. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Phoenix. <clears throat> oh God, you're just I grew like, up in, like me, bro. A terrible area of Arizona. <laughs> I grew up in an area called Sunny Slope, which was like Hell's Angels ran. It was fucking kind of like the Central Valley. It was like it was like Mexicans and Hell's Angels ran my area, and all my fucking family members were fucking fiend out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my mom. She wasn't, but my dad had his little issues with crack for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, my uncles were all tweakers. All my cousins are in and out of prison. Mm. And it was funny because I related to your story about, for people who don't know, your mom ended up with a person who went to prison and came out as like a white supremacist. He survived in prison. Oh, no, as a white he was there. He was already He was full fledged. Oh, he was already that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, when I met him, I was like, Mom, this is the guy you're dating? Right. He's going to get a shot. Well, it's crazy because I have a cousin named Aaron, God rest his soul. He passed away in prison maybe like seven years ago. But him and my cousin Sheldon, Sheldon is still alive in prison right now, but he's Mexican mafia. So in Arizona, it's like Mexican mafia, right? And yeah. then the Aryan nation in prison. Yeah. But these two guys are the same age. So they grew up causing hell together in Phoenix. And then they ended up both in the system. But they ended up both in the system on opposite, opposite sides, right? So nobody ever knew they were related. So my cousin Aaron <clears throat> gets out of prison. Because my cousin Sheldon looks like a fucking cholo. Like his whole entire body's tattooed. Yeah. He's fucking, you would never know he's half white, ever. Um, my cousin Aaron, he was running the, the white side in prison. And he got out of prison for like a cup of coffee. And I took him to a Busta Rhymes concert. And he fucked because he loved hip hop, yeah. but he couldn't love hip hop in prison. And, yeah, hundred percent. So we go to this fucking Busta Rhymes concert, and he's just having the time of his fucking life. Like, knows all the lyrics, and I'm like, what? The? And I had to like, when we went, I had to wear his whole. I was like, oh, oh come on, you got to put that on. shit on, yeah. Got to cover that shit up, yeah, because he had all the tattoos and shit. Yeah. But I, I related to that because you had said that your your stepdad was. Not necessarily racist? Only racist. He explained it to me because my best friend was black. Yeah. And his dad was the big... You ever watch UFC? Yeah. Remember Marvin Beastman Eastman, the mm -hmm. little short dude? Yeah. His older brother is my best friend's dad. And he's 6'4", built like The Rock. And there's my stepdad, built like Edward Norton in America's <laughs> Trevet. I mean, he was a monster. But he explained it to me because I remember I brought him over one day and in my head I thought, are you like Is this gonna be okay? I, I never got that vibe from him, but I remember thinking thinking about it and then he told me when he left, he goes, I don't know if you know, like I love him, that's like my kid, that's your best friend. I gotta, I gotta act like that in jail so I can come back home. Mm. That's he didn't explain everything to me until I was about thirteen. My mom and him got divorced and then we went on like a a tweaker camping trip, which was just laying in the in the in the field next to the trailers, and like he dug a hole in the side of the mountain so we could sit like in a couch. And he's like, "This is what I used to do when I didn't have a house and all this crazy shit." Mm -hmm. he taught me how to throw knives that weekend, and uh, it's just weird, man. It's weird because I always think I because I, I just brought him up. I haven't seen him in twelve years, yeah. and then I just saw him on a arrest report, and wow. Like he looks like those monster tweakers in jail, oh, yeah. with no teeth, yeah. strung out. And it's like, I got, I got was, a few of them in my, my family. Yeah, that was my, my kind of like my dad for eight years plus, right? Yeah, my dad was a, on drugs and never cared. So, like, here's my stepdad. Everybody's like, he's a bad guy. I'm like, in certain places he is. Yeah, he's 
fully covered except uh, stops here, stops here, and stops here. How egregious are the tattoos, though? Are they lightning bolts or are they swastikas? Bolts, swastikas. Oh, he's got the whole uh, fucking Vikings all over his head. Uh, White is right was hella big on his body. And I always ask him, like, what is that? The first time I asked him, like, what is that? And then he explained, like, what racism is in prison. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, he had to give you that, like, breakdown of, like, I'm brown. I had to survive. My sister's brown as shit. Right. <laughs> well, in, in Cali, I think the Mexicans and the whites are kind he of He spoke allies, fluent right? Spanish and shit. He told me a lot about it. I mean, I can't obviously talk about right. what he talked to me about, yeah. but he's down with them. Yeah. He's nice. down. He spoke fluent Spanish. Taught me some shit, which is the funniest thing I've ever said to people. I told that to Dr. Drew, and that's when I realized, like, wait, that is stupid. So white supremacist taught me Spanish? Because you don't speak Spanish fluently, no. right? Yeah. My whole family sucks. They never taught me shit. That's funny. But they make fun of me for not speaking it, but they never taught me, so it's kind of like... you like, didn't fucking teach me, bro. Come on. It's not my fault. It's my mom's uh, half Jew... Uh, she, my grandma's Jewish, and my other grandma's... My grandpa was from... Is uh, from Texas and Mexican, right? So like half my family is white Jewish people, other half of my family is Mexican as hell, and uh, I don't speak Spanish, so they're real like white boy. I'm like, Phew. you check some boxes for yeah. sure. And I was this color till I was like twelve, <laughs> and then I, I don't know what happened. One summer at football, I just turned brown. You just filled out. Yeah, it was a trip, dude. <laughs> so, um, give me a little bit of your background before we get to your podcast and shit, like. Yeah. How did you? Because you used to shit like you used to fuck with the packs back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I never shipped nothing though. I, I, I got one box ready, and the guy flaked, and I went. This is a sign for me not to do this. Yeah. Because I like I, I spent so much shit doing the like, you know packing it going to buy fucking vacuum sealing, triple vacuum sealing, double vacuum, whatever. And it he is. wanted like eight different things. I went and bought them all, and then yeah. he just stopped. He just flaked. I'm like, bro, this is my sign to just sell packs in person like I've been doing for 20 or 15 years. So would you just like middleman shit? I think everybody's a middleman. The middleman game is popping in LA, man. It's crazy. I wasn't that guy. Yeah, you know there's that guy. Yeah, and sorry for, I'm sweating my ass. I was just, I think it's the ibuprofen I took or something. It might be something. My bad. Um, I mean, I was about to say, you look like it's a lot hotter in here than it is. It's not. You guys are fine. I'm just like... (laughs) I'm sipping hot tea right now. I know. Damn, dude. Nah, like I said, I... They're sweating like a whore in church. Yeah, I hurt my back, though. I think that might be... That might be the thing. Um, Yeah, it's it's crazy, because, like, moving to L.A., like, like, just the weed economy is so wild here. And none of them are from L.A.? None of them. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean... None of the fools openly... And you'll notice... And, and like, it's crazy, because you'll notice, like, a lot of, like, the plugs or whatever out here are... There's a lot of Asian folks. There's a lot of Armenian folks. Yeah. Like, it's, all color. All it, it's, a, it's a wild uh, economy in L.A. still that is still thriving. Like, if you just go down to downtown L.A., all those high-rises are like... I still live in those. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, there's just trap houses in all of them. Well, my thing is, like, I'm just glad I'm a... Like, in my head, I know I'm a good person. Right. I'm like, I could have robbed you, could have robbed you, could have robbed you, could have robbed you. Pay attention. Yeah, pay attention. through my hallways, like... You got vac bags in, under your arm from Target. I'm going to follow your fucking apartment if I was a piece of shit. Yeah. And what am I going to do? I'm going to take all your shit. Yeah. All these fools are so careless posting snaps, posting where they're eating dinner. It's it, like, fool, fools are going to shoot you and take your shit. Yeah. I can follow you in two days, two posts. I got you. A lot of these guys want to be rappers, man. That's, That's what it is. It's the clout, man. bro. That clout is a drug, man. Oh, I, fools are crazy. The best drug dealers I ever met don't drive wild cars and they don't have social media facts and they're still crushing factuals but like on well like we talked about earlier 
about places, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, shit like that. Yeah. Those are the fools you don't expect, the fools that are just with their Well, you kids. said that you had told, so for full dis- discrepancy, so you had, you had said that when you walked up here that you had told a story about our new location in one of your, I don't care if you share it, but yeah. in one of your previous pods. I couldn't believe it. One of your story times. Yeah. Because tra- I've heard, so for people who don't know, obviously recently we moved into a new facility in L.A., and I've heard this, before we got here, we knew it was a dispensary of sorts, right? So when we moved in, we had to do a lot of work. We had to fix it up. It was a fucking pain in the ass. But I've had two or three people be like, yo, man, I used to fucking pull up and get work at your spot before. You had it, obviously. Yeah. So right when I walked in, I went, huh. And then when I got to the back, I go, oh, this is a nice little area. And then that's when it hit me. Because I said that when I walked in. I'm like, this is a nice spot. Like, I like that... You're not getting in here without getting shot over the fence like Christmas story. Wow. Like, you're not going to make it in here. Right. But right when I walked in the back, I got a crazy memory. And Oh, yeah. For all those fans out there that watch my stories, there's a certain weed hub I talked about. And this was it. That's when you said, there used to be a wall there. I go, I fucking knew it. Because it was different. Because I remember walking, hitting the right, and then he just sat me in a room where I watched a little square TV for a while. I think it was... Maury, or Jesus, or, or Jerry Springer, but it was on like on a right. TV, just out of the ninety, out of ninety six drug dealer. What movie. year was this? Was this like two thousand fourteen? Oh, oh wow, fifteen. Wow, yeah, that's not too long ago. So that's yeah, good it's a trip, bro. Yeah, used to be a lot of fire in these buildings right here. One hundred percent. Okay, so at what point in time did you start to kind of pivot out of like full time trapping? Um, what happened was that I started Instagram and, uh, I thought it was fun. I started getting a little following and I thought, ah, oh, this is where I go to jail. Right. I'd be smiling with pounds. Right, 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 right. That's just like, that's a dartboard in some DEA guy's office. Like, no, oh, fuck this kid. Yeah. Right. Cause I was supposed to hundred packs, like laying in them cause it was fun to right. me. Right. And then I realized like, you know what? I got to stop when I got a homie hit me up and he told me that these fools were like all right so you know how you're going on that trip he's all this person this person this person already plotted out how they're gonna come into your spot if you leave or not take you know what i mean like oh fuck i know these gangbanger ass fools like people were like plotting on you yeah just because once my shit got kind of big my town's eighty thousand. this was in merced still yeah okay uh so i just stopped I was like, you know, it's not even worth this shit. Yeah. Plus, like, everybody and their mom sells fucking weed now. Everybody does. Everybody. Back then, I'm like, the fools I was giving QPs to, now we're like, oh, now that I get a P, I'm just going to buy it from that guy because it's 200 cheaper, undercut yours. I'm like, oh, you bastards. But my shit's fire. But there was a time where I looked in my cabinet, and I had like six pounds of forum cookies. I couldn't get rid of it. Really? And I was like, nobody wants the fire. Right. Like, no, nah, I got it over here for 19. Like, 19? <sighs> like, my heart just dropped. Like, bro, I got this for 27. I, I, no, I got to get two for 36. Yep. This isn't going to work anymore. That's all I thought. Like, Merced's too small. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, focused on the content, started Push Trees. What is Push Trees? It's my clothing company. Okay. I started that, like, uh, 2014. End of, no, end of 13. And that shit took off really, 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 like, it just shocked me. Yeah. And then I thought, you know what, let me just stop the weed. But I, I told my, my fiance now, like, we're going to be broke for a while. Like, are you down? And she was down. 
And we were broke for seven fucking years straight, dude. That's crazy. But making content, like making content for, I was just doing it for free. I didn't realize you get paid. For sure. For all this influencer shit. Yeah. So I was just making content to have fun. Was this on YouTube or on Instagram? I didn't start YouTube till like end of 2018, probably. So this was Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Yeah. But I'm on my 30th Instagram account. Like they they won't stop. They keep fucking your shit up. They won't stop. So my first page was huge. Like, Rihanna, what it was is Rihanna would like all my toy pictures all the time, mm-hmm. and people would fucking go crazy, and that's how I got a lot of the mainstream world and not the weed world watching my shit. And when then you I, say toys, you mean like you have a toy collection? Like I do have toys? a toy collection. Yeah, sick toy. Like so, when I walked in, I went, "Ooh, I don't have any anything nice in here." But sick shit, though. The yeah. second I walked in, I'm like, oh hell yeah! I just got like Suns players and wrestlers. yeah, yeah. But no, I would do like a. Uh, I started off doing movie scenes. Oh, with nugs and toys. Oh. You watch Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, of course. Where Marvin Nash gets his ear cut off? Yeah. I did that. I went to Hobby Lobby, bought a little chair, put a nug, and it's before videos, so I just took like collage pictures. Almost like a... Uh, stop motion almost. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just like Rambo, Forrest Gump. I just did all my favorite movies, and people just... It would they take loved me four it. hours to do these little pictures. And Rihanna was in. She, she was loved the she loved toy them. pictures, and that's back when, like, think... So and so liked this post, and there was that other page yep. you can look at. Yep, yep, yeah, you could see what everybody yeah. liked. I'm so, glad they removed that. Me Jesus. too, man. That shit was dumb. And that's how a lot of free, uh, people lost their relationships weak, weak too. too, and relationships, and relationships. But we <laughs> connect a lot went, went away right there. Like, that's the guy. You go, oh, oh, that's shit, who you're that's who you're fuck. Oh, that's the guy. Uh. And that was it. And then Kick came, and fools were like, "Hey, I'll sell shit to you." And Vine, oh fuck. The yeah. we the we world went weird. The we world went uh. Went meme. Well, now everybody's on like Signal and uh, what's the other one? Got no uh, clue. Tele- telegram? Telegram, Telegram, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm good. And uh, yeah, so I was just selling packs and I was like, you know what? Let's go full time on the content. And I was barely making my rent with Push Trees. So that was enough every mm-hmm. month just to cover my shit. <sighs> it was the worst, man. It really was the fucking worst. But like, I was happy as hell all the time right. and the coolest job ever that barely paid me. But I only got paid because I made a company. I didn't get paid off views. I never got paid off views on YouTube still. You well, know? I mean, I'm sure a lot of your content is not monetizable in terms well, they, of... Well, they it was monetized for three years. But you know that little bar where it shows your money? Mm-hmm. Mine was transparent. Mm. But it had the money. And I never got it. <laughs> what? I've talked about the lawyer. I've talked to that dude DDG. Yeah. I've talked to him. He's a big YouTuber. Yeah. I've talked to DJ Ghost. They're like, "What are you saying to me?" And I showed him like, "I thought you were fucking lying." Like, no, look, look at. And did like, you did you apply for monetization? It was monetized. So you like you got approved? I'm, I'm approved. The, like you got the Google AdSense everything. And all that. I have a Google AdSense hooked to my bank account, and every month it just says zero in the Google AdSense. But on YouTube, yet you could see a number. Oh, come on, man. And there's just a nut waiting for you to get. Paid out. I mean, one day, if anybody, I'll say it now, if anybody can give me my money, I will give you 30% of it. It's almost, it's $3.1 million. Just sitting there. I never got it. What the fuck? They kept it. They were running ads on all my shit, but age restricted. And then they were running rosin press ads on my videos that I can't, on my rosin press video, they were running rosin press ads. Wait, what year was the rosin press thing? 2019. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. So there was like a big purge. I got, I got YouTube a year after because I heard about the, the YouTube the, purge, the purge. which was like, yeah, that. which was about you. 17. Yeah, exactly. Or 16. I heard about that, but I was like, bro, I just made but, content. I don't care what you're getting paid. 
And then they like, yo, we'll put I have some contacts at YouTube. Please help me. Heck, I help you. Bro, I, will, I swear to God, you can take 25 to 30% of this chunk of money if you can get me my money back. I think just it, because it's like, you know what? I don't what? think it's that hard of a fix. We'll buy something with it. We just I'm going to buy some property. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of money in oh, that area. Oh, it's a shitload of money, dude. I try not to get <laughs> mad. every time you log into YouTube, you're looking at it like, fuck. No, about two years ago, they stopped it, and then oh. it just said zero, zero. Oh. Yeah. So there's, is there any... Last year, it said monetize is gone. But I mean, I was monetized. They were running Donald Trump uh, ads on my shit for president. I never got no money from that. What the fuck? That shit's insane. Intervent or uh, rehab ads all the time on my shit. That shit's it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I got a second channel that I don't smoke or cuss, and they they just demonetize that too. Really? It's drug content. <sighs> okay, what about your podcast channel? Demonetized. Really? Every every episode's age restricted. And when you when you try to press it, it says, "Are you sure you want to watch this? This is this is a, a content." Yesterday, I clicked one and said, "This contains suicidal content." The AD one I just did. Yeah. Have you considered? Uh, well, I wouldn't say not smoking because we have smoke. We have episodes of people smoking. It's it's monetized. Have you considered? Editing out curse words for the first like ten minutes. We have a ten guy nice cock. Ten. Oh, I've seen ten that. Minute you guys nice do have clock. that. Nothing. <laughs> nah, bet pixels. The people that help out, all the comedians, they were like, brah. They were trying to help, and they never. Helped. I wonder if they just have like a. I have a blacklist on my name. They might have that. Hundred percent, dude. Because I've gotten deleted off Vimeo, the video, which was like the app. old school like. Yeah, Vimeo, the, <laughs> where if you were like a video editor, you'd post your reels on. Or you'd... We got kicked off of that for promoting the sale of drug content or the sale of drugs and harmful goods. What? I didn't even fuck? know you could get kicked off that. That shit is crazy. I get fucked with a lot, dude. Like, a lot. So, <laughs> I saw recently that you're picking up uh, sponsors on your podcast. Yeah, we, we just opened it up to weed sponsors finally. Because right. I never did, because I wanted to show YouTube, like, look... I can be the podcast guy too. I don't have to be the weed guy on here. So there's there's a lot of episodes we don't even smoke because I ask the guests, you smoke? No. Do you mind if I smoke? Well, I don't mind. Like, don't worry. I'm not going to even box you. Don't worry. We won't even smoke. There's a lot of episodes we don't smoke. I was going to say, uh, and they're age restricted. So at the moment, you guys haven't been able to really fully monetize the podcast. I know you guys had like a, a, a small deal because I, I saw some episode where you were talking about how, um, you were working with was it a network for yeah, a sec? Yeah, we, we we signed with a, a company. They do like say it's this compound. Yeah. So here's our set. There's Tyson. There's Matt Barnes. There's Tony Hawk. And like okay. we walk in, do our. Sh- it's like a TV thing. It just didn't work out. That's all. Not nothing bad. Just me and Marty looked at each other. How long day. was that deal? Indefinite. And then we were like at three months. We're like, Marty, we can work way harder and faster than this. And he's like, I know. So we're like, hey, guys, we're just going to go back and do our thing. We appreciate you. We left. Nothing wrong on their part. Just if me and Marty's a, Marty works harder than I do, and I work my ass off. And it's just if we can do this, let's just do it ourselves. Is your squad a two-man squad? Yeah, it's just me and Marty, dude. So Marty handles the editing. He handles the he's IG. The editing, the back end stuff. So he's like uploading. He's uh, um yeah yeah he's uploading the the. If the we see podcast. a social media clip, he's handling that as well. Yeah, Marty's completely taken over the podcast since we left the agency and came back. So he's just on it. He he's doing a great job. He's doing a great 
fucking job, dude. And he's co-hosting. Yeah, Marty's just the man, bro. He really is. I'll, do you know about Marty or no? I just followed His him background. once I kind of um, dived into your world, and I saw he, you know, he's like a, got a graphics company. And Marty's the most humble guy in the world. Um, I met Marty. I saw he does graphics for yeah. Joe Rogan and shit. And he, yeah, he DM'd me, and I, I went, for real? Because he hit me up one day and goes, hey, in one of my story times, I go, Was this, would you guys watch a podcast if I did one? Right. It's like 2019 I said it. Yeah. And then I got a bunch of comments saying, fuck yeah, I'd watch it. I go, oh, all right. That day I posted it, Marty DM'd me and said, hey, I do podcasting, this and that and this. I've been following you for about five years, but I saw, and that's what made me happy. Like, oh, you didn't just bug me and say, let's work. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck do you, I do roofing. Like, shut up. That doesn't help right now. You know what I mean? Like, people do that to you, I get, I guarantee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Marty's like, I do podcasting. I just watched your video five minutes ago, and I'm like, if you ever want to start. And then Marty's like, uh, ticket sales, graphics, promo, online shit for Rogan, Theo Vaughn, yeah. Corolla, but he helped start the fighter and the kid. So he's like the guy. Oh, the, he helped start that. He helped, he helped with, with Brian Callen. and Brian Callen, Callen, yeah. And then... So I'm looking at him like, you want to help me start a fucking podcast? I just get high on the internet. Yeah. You know? And um, it took a long time. He started, he took over my YouTube videos. Marty's the best editor on YouTube. I will say that right now. He crushes hey, that Your videos shit. are sick, bro. The production you, value. The dope is your guys' marketing is crazy. I, I'm like, dude, you guys are kind of running circles around a lot of. Thank you, man. And, and then, again, like I said, I was very ignorant to your uh, podcast. So it was dope to like when I saw the trap. I was like, "Yo, this podcast looks sick. I love your guys' fucking set." Thank you. And then I followed you guys, and I was like, uh, uh, "When the Jeezy thing popped up, I watched that, and I just loved your your approach. I loved your non hip hop approach to that interview." Yeah, I wanted to bring out like, what else have people not asked you? Because the thing is, is like Jeezy's gonna run around and do every hip hop podcast, and they're gonna approach him on the hip hop side. Yep. And you approached him just more on some life shit, like, "Hey, I checked your book out." Like, I. I I always want to ask, I ask a lot of guests, if 16-year-old you walks in, are they going to beat the shit out of you or you got them? Right. Because that gets guests going, what? And then it goes, makes them reflect and they go, I was wild. And then it makes, I feel like it breaks the ice of like, hey, you know, we're nice. We're chilling. You just talk. Because, you know, a lot of famous ass fools do a lot of interviews. And a lot of people are very, uh, you know, they're especially a guy like Jeezy. Jeezy's probably got his guard up in a lot of interviews because he's fucking Jeezy. He's I gotta, can always see when the, it goes down. Yes. It was about minute five. You got to ease it. him in. Yep. Yeah. That That's what we try to do everybody. here. Because, like, obviously we're a hip-hop podcast, but, like, we aren't, like, other platforms where I would say that, like, we're not a controversy-driven Platform. Oh no! I so had it's AD like, on this week, and I didn't. We didn't mention the yeah. controversy at all. So it's like it, you know, I won't say like we just had Adam Twenty Two on, and Adam Twenty Two challenged AD on our he, shit. He went hard, yeah, he did. But the thing is, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm friends with both of them, so like I'm trying to kind of like, I mean, I don't think I don't know what's like, going to happen. Would you that. do that in real life? No, you wouldn't. Fucking hey, you guys should you guys should box. You know what he said about you? Yeah. So I'm not going to do it on my show. Right. Also, like. I feel if I can just do well and do everything without that, I mean, it kind of like stamps the like, nah, good conversation. People just kind of want to watch. I'm like, yeah, that's what I so want. So would you here. attribute, because you have a big following, um, would you attribute that to uh, Instagram, the clothing line, or the YouTube channel? Because your other YouTube channel is really big. Yeah. So that's that's what happened. I started 2018. I got deleted on Instagram for yeah. like 
the 15th time and I went, I'm going to try YouTube. Should I just fucking try it? Because I had posted a video like mm-hmm. once every eight months on YouTube, but it was just clips from my iPhone that I didn't care about because I cared about Instagram. And then I really liked it. And I never talked on camera till 2018. I never talk. I right. just do weed videos. And I did something called story time. I was, I was with my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, you think people want us to do a story? They could tell a story. Like I, I can talk. Yeah. And I set my phone up, and I'm like, "How I started selling weed? Boom! That's kind of interesting." And I just talked, and it went fucking insane. And when I watched it back as I was editing it, I kept forgetting it's me, and I was just kind of getting entertained. Like that. This fool's crazy. Like you, high fool. That's you, dummy. I do that all the time. Right. Like this fool's fucking dumb. As I'm ty- as I'm editing, and then I'm like, I'll do another one. And that's what blew my channel up to the max. Is mm-hmm. Storytime alone's got eighty million views on it, just on the stories, you know. And um, we're restricted. We're blacklisted. I've been deleted off YouTube. Marty got my YouTube back. Actually, they deleted me at nine ninety five. Then the day I hit a million, they deleted me. What the fuck? No strikes. No nothing. No anything. Someone doesn't like me, bro. Truly, they're not fucking with you at YouTube. Truly, don't like me. I think they're like that smile's fake. Or something. Maybe they fucking hate me. I don't know. Maybe I... You know those times where people ask you, come on, man, what'd you do? Did you do something? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I can't really, truly, honestly think of like, well, I've never fucked anybody over. What? Okay. What did I do? Like, did I fuck somebody at YouTube's girl back in the day? Not even. Said? Not even. If somebody's asked me that, I'm like, no. That's insane. Yeah. So I really don't know what it is. I did. I had a DEA thing on me for a little bit. Maybe it's a government thing. Maybe. Don't know. Obviously, they were wrong, and I didn't go to jail. So Shot. Was that the closest you've ever been to incarceration? No. No. I, I've uh, have, you ever, cause you, have you ever been locked up or no? Mm-mm. There's a lot of instances where I was like, well, that's it. Fuck, I'm finally going to see what it's like in there, huh? And I swear to God, like, on some Truman Show shit, they're like, no, producers, call this fool. Tell him to fucking let him go. Wow. I swear to God, there's been times I'm like, I got six pounds of shatter in my back seat in pizza boxes. I'm done. Right. I'm pulled over. And I think it's the smile and the customer service voice. You got to go customer service. I do. Hi, sir. Oh, no, no problem, sir. I'll be right here. Hands are always on the steering wheel. My wallet's right there. Do you want me? Is it cool if I get it? Here you go. But you can take it out. I'm always so polite. And I don't know what it is. I didn't have my ID the last time I got pulled over. I forgot my wallet. Do you have a Jewish last name or a Latino no. last name? Latino Arajo, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't, okay. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> no, not at all. It's a nice Goldberg here. You yes. Know? <laughs> but uh, I, I think someone's just like, yo, you got five chances and you're going to use them all already? Fuck. So I, I don't sell packs anymore, so I don't care. Right. But wow. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of times, dude, where I'm just like, wow, well, that was it. This is over. And I think of all, I, every time I'm about to get in trouble, I go, and I calculate all the math I'm about to lose in my car. That's all I really care about at the beginning. Like, ah, fuck. And then I think of the fire that these fools are going to confiscate. And that hurts me more. Like, you guys aren't going to do nothing with it. It's going to get burned, probably. probably gonna, or you're going to smoke. I had a cop pocket my weed one time when I was in high college. Said he was going to write, and he just stole my weed. I got no ticket. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a, be- it's a better blessing. alternative. Yeah, it's a Take blessing. Take the weed, man. Take the weed, but also... It's like this, here's 50 bucks, or here's some fire-ass weed, mm. and it's not worth 50 bucks. I'm like, I'll take this fire-ass weed. I just don't know what it is, like that trade-off of like, there's so much work went into that fucking weed. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to so much passion. It. I just think I just love weed a lot. 
Uh, what year did you start selling weed? Uh, sophomore year of school, of high school. Me and my best friend, Joe Fish. This is the first story I ever told. Uh, I lived across the street from the high school, mm-hmm. so on Sunday. And my mom is a monster. She'll fucking... St- I always uh, compare to Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Oh, nice. Okay. She's a monster. She'll fucking beat your ass, dude or, or girl. It doesn't matter. Right. So I was definitely scared of my mom, right? That's what kept me out of gangs in the gang town. Like, yeah. my mom's scary. And I'm like, I'm not going to get caught. I can't smell like weed. My mom will probably stab me or something or hit me with something. <laughs> So I thought, like, Joe, you know, like, we can't get caught. So what we did is we went and stashed, because it's hot in Merced. Yeah. But it still has drain pipes for the rain times. Yeah. So what I did is we went and stashed 10 sacks in certain drain pipes and 20s in certain drain pipes. And then the wood wood shop that hasn't moved since my mom went there. Right. We just went and stashed it. In, at, in, in, at the school? At the school. So I have it on me, but I didn't have it on me. Uh-huh. That was my thing. Like, I could have it on me without having it on me. Like, what do you need, 10? All right, cool. I'll walk the opposite way, come around that hallway, because I know someone's just going to follow me, try to watch where I possess my yeah. shit. And the first lunch, we sold a zip. I mean, Joe looked at each other like, oh, my fucking God. And I was I grew up so poor. I'm like, dude, I got $40? That's not bad. You know what I mean? Like, cause transaction I is a zip. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, I'm like, I made $40 profit. Holy shit. I was hyped. So, How do you go from that? Like, Like, what is the progression into, like, getting into the PAX world because it is like a culture here in California. You know what I'm saying? And then you're kind of in the mid, well, not necessarily in the middle. You're more on the northern side of the, would you say you're in yeah, that's Merced's the dead middle. Yeah. Oh, it is the, the middle. dead middle. Of Cal- I mean, Redding and we, California doesn't really care. But you're closer to the Bay. <laughs> I'm an hour and a half. Yeah. 45. I'm in between, uh, in my head, I think of California, <coughs> San Francisco and LA. That's all you think of. <coughs> Nobody thinks of Sacramento anymore. Nobody thinks of like you said, like whatever the fuck where the redwoods are. Yeah, you don't think about. It. You just think weed. Yeah, mountain men. Like, did you ever get into that world where? Because I I spoke with Burn and he had told us this story where he thought he was going to die. He went to oh, went to wrong grow. He, yeah, well, he went up north or wherever the mm-hmm. Emmer Triangle. Yeah, and he said that uh, he brought somebody up there. He, it's on YouTube. It's got a lot of views. It's cr- kind of crazy, but from what I hear that. That world is crazy because they kind of live by their own laws. Oh, there's certain times where you can't. A lot of my mountain homies tell me a lot. I don't go up there. So you haven't gone up there. Oh, I've been there. You've been up there. I don't want to go back. But but in your heyday, so you were in, in your heyday. You would go up there and no no no. So what happens? I had the ultimate fucking connect in Merced. He was my one of my good friends' older brother, and everybody knew like. That that fool's just the man. Right. Nineteen, he bought his house. He had a Mercedes, like in the poor ass town. Like he and he's a white kid, and he could freestyle for forty five minutes straight, and it was always the coolest shit. We'd get drunk and just listen to him. Like how? How were you doing? You know, just sometimes you see like you don't make music at all. You're fucking talented. Wow. Right. And he was just the coolest guy. And then he had the humble connect. The direct line so he had the direct he flooded everything That's and crazy. when i started chilling with him is when i started making a lot of money and getting packs so that was the, i was your, i was getting two packs and breaking them uh, and then from him he's like here's 20 just pay me back my fucking duffels in my little you know, like 2003 impala like just, just scared to death at first like someone's gonna rob me and sure. i thought no one's gonna rob me they don't even know i have this shit yeah 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 that was the pizza guy i worked at the pizza spot and that's how I started. That's how I made a lot of money too. I would, uh, I put a, like a half pee in my trunk, 
my, my scales and then on my deliveries, <coughs> people just hit me up all day. And I just while you were delivering pizza, yeah. But I drive, I drive fast. All right, my dad, my whole family's truck drivers, so I know how to drive. I'm driving since I was a little boy. That's a cool. That's a wild thing. <laughs> my whole family's truck drivers. I had to be the, the designated driver as as a at a young age. No, no, they don't drink. Oh, my whole family's a straight edge. Like you do drugs and drink, you're a fucking loser. My grandma and grandpa are like the peak Mexicans. Okay, like. They came here with nothing, and they own like how many properties? I couldn't tell you. Wait, did you just say though your your family was drunk drivers, or did I did I misunderstand what you just said? They're all truck drivers. Oh, I sorry. thought you said drunk drivers. No, I'm sorry. They're all truck drivers. Truck drivers. <laughs> I was like, my bad. They're all <laughs> truck drivers. Oh, so they all drunk. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, so I knew how to. So and you knew I, how to drive. Yeah, so I mean, and it's my town. I know it. So I would just when people hit me up like, yo, I need eighth. Like, perfect. I'm taking a delivery. And I would Jesus and Christ, you're good, and that's what I would do. Vibrating um, scale on the pizza bag, and wow, that's never crazy. Asked a thing because it looks like I'm just I'd walk in, sell a sack, and leave. That's like some shit out of a fucking workaholics crazy. episode or something. It was incredible. And I'd keep my sign on after work because who pulls over the pizza guy? Nobody. True. I'm telling you, all these things I thought of because I was like, I'm not going to fucking jail. That yeah. sounds terrible. Well, like there's like little things like uh, back in the day that like if you were to like ship shit out, like I would do is like I would buy this eBay tape. So there's this eBay tape, right? That's blue. Right. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, let me tape up the box with eBay tape because it looks like it's some eBay shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Shipping. There's some clever people out there though. What's the, what's the, what's the like the moment you looked at someone like how the fuck could your brain think of this? Did you ever see the craziest boxed up? I've seen some shit. I've seen some. Well, I got friends like currently that will fly with with lots of work, bro. And, me too. And it's kind of of the brick variety, not the weed variety. No, I'm now. I've even, seen that. I'm like, are you fucking an informant? For and the they'll government? and they'll just check the bag with that in it. A carry on. Oh, that's crazy. Hey, we got to stop the interview to tell you about our folks at Odd Socks, baby. Shout out to Odd Socks, man. The most comfortable socks in the world. Listen, they got all the licenses. If you love chips, you know what I'm saying? They got the Funyuns. They got the goddamn Doritos. Uh, they got Godfather. What's dope about Odd Socks is not only is it the most comfortable sock in the world that you could put on your feet, but they also just introduced their draws. That's right. We got Odd Socks Basics underwear right here, which are amazing. So if you... um. If you just like that clean cut, you know, we got the black ones. Or if you're a fan of a little bit of the uh, Reese's, you know what I'm saying? Look, go to oddsocksofficial.com right now. Use that promo code bootleg and you'll save 20% off at checkout. The most comfortable socks in the world. They got the basics. These are a pair of the basics. These are, oh, they're just so comfortable, dude. Like, trust me when I say, all right, if you're into wrestling, if you're into Transformers, Power Rangers, goddamn Pepsi, Coke, they got both. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Odd Socks, oddsocksofficial.com. Use that promo code bootleg. Save 20% off at checkout. Also, got a shout out to the family at Blue Chew. That's right. It's hot as hell outside. What does that have to do with Blue Chew? I haven't decided yet. But I do know if you're uh, dealing with erectile dysfunction or maybe you're thanging, thanging like it should be thanging, you know what I'm saying? Get that blue chew. Same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. Yes, all right? But it's getting straight to your door in a very discreet package. No doctor's appointments. No doctor's visits. All right? It's all online. Bluechew.com. All right? And this is what's dope about blue chew. Um, One, uh, it makes your dick work like it's never worked before. We're just being honest. Imagine like 
Barry Bonds 71 home run season, but the dick form. That's how you're going to be feeling when you're on these blue chews, all right? Trust me when I say it's a chewable form. They just dropped their mint chewables as well. Um, there's so much to go down with. Uh, BlueChew.com. Use that promo code BOOTLEG, and they'll send you your first month for free. Yes. You're asking me, does BlueChew work? Of course it does. Find out for yourself for free. BlueChew.com. Promo code BOOTLEG. All right? Go get you a month of BlueChew for free and thank me later. Your wife will be thanking me. Your girl will be thanking me. Your dick will be thanking me. You know what I mean. All right, let's get back to the interview. When I say, when I looked at him, went, say it again, what you just came here with. Because we were there and I looked at him and went, no, he's currently not in the country and and being looked for. So it's it's going to happen. I don't have anybody who's flown with that but I, I have friends who actively fly Crazy across the shit. country with like a like 50 packs like in, in their, their luggage in their check it no 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 they check it in under the plane then the purple that work there are getting paid back no because they the, 50p the way they, so they 50p? get these giant fucking suitcases and then they, they they just check two bags and then they'll vacuum seal a certain amount of they get those uh those laundry vacuum seals and the way they seal it It'd be like twenty five on each side of the bag, and Is I it guess in the liner. Yeah. Oh, well, I no, thought you meant they're just fucking filling up a suitcase. I mean, kind of. But I mean, but, but you can't is, see when you open it. But this is the thing. From what I understand, the X ray machine sees that as the it's the same. It shows up the same way that clothing will show up. So you're kind of like playing roulette. That's what that's, I'm saying. You're just hoping that somebody don't crack it open, but it looks like a bunch of clothes. Two times I've been searched at the airport, and I had weed in my bag, and I was 15, and I was 18, and I almost ran on the 15 one, but then I thought, where am I going? Yeah. I was at the Portland airport, and I put two zips in my suitcase, and my dad dropped me off, and he was all happy, and she was like, yeah, you're doing really good, man. Like, I kicked out, and I had to move to right. Oregon, and I had two zips, and then as they're searching my bag, I'm like, well, that's it. I'm going to... Going to, I'm in trouble. This is a federal building. Yeah. It's 15. Like, oh, it's over. They looked over it? They opened, they searched my bag and everything didn't even, they got to like, it was under a blue striped shirt. And I remember it was like the seventh shirt down. They get there. I put, remember, uh, long movies on VHS were two, two. Yeah, two tapes. All right. So I had the American Beauty one. It was two. Yeah. So I put great, two great zips movie. in it. Yeah. Oh. I put two zips in it. I was like, ah, fuck yeah. But I made it. They opened it and went, okay, you're good. And zipped it up. And I'm like, my throw up went back down. In my well, a lot body. of the rappers, like when they fly places where they shouldn't be flying with weed, they'll stuff it in uh, deodorant, deodorant sticks. They'll get out the deodorant sticks. So many sticks. good yeah. spots. I flew to Mexico with a lot of shit. Um, just joints, though. Yeah. Anytime when I'm saying that now, it's it's just for personal. I, I don't sell shit. Of no course. More, so it's like, but personal is like four zips, kind of sometimes. Yeah, and you're not buying weed in Mexico. Hell no. That's a wild thing to do. No, hell no. Hey, mota, amigo, mota. Must be sober. No. Fucking rice. I don't know what you're selling me, buddy. Yeah. So I just, uh, I was breaking down like little peas in here and there, and then I met my connect. Mm-hmm. We, on the online, we have a, the video, the video about him. I, I changed his name. His, his name's something else, but his name's John in the video. Yeah. You interviewed him, right? No, no. I have a. Are you interviewed somebody with a ski mask on? Yeah. That's my other homie. And after the thing, I went. You have a ski mask on. That's why we could talk. Because the shit we talk about, I'm like, this is a movie. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. The things you can never talk about. I'm like, wow. You're alive still. Good job, bro. I, I'm happy to see you. Mm-hmm. So that homie was the most docile interview of all time. Because 
even after he's like it's just my voice. I'm like, we should have voice changed your dude, man. Cause he's really into some shit and I can't, there's no, I'd rather not do the episode, but I talked to him about it. Like the stories over the 10 years I've known you are unbelievable. Yeah. The shit that I see in your house is fucking, you know, sometimes you walk in like, Oh my God, oh, what is in this like, house? I have a friend like that. Yeah. And, and oh, you, it's not that you don't feel safe, but if you didn't know him, I'd be like, am I going to get killed in here? Yeah. I've got, I've I got to leave. One, man. Of my, one of my very close friends, his house is always, it's very nice, but you'll go over there and you'll be like, it's always very nice. Like there's this one time I went over to someone who, who's not around anymore, but uh, I went over to my boy's crib and he had a bunch of tile in his workshop. And I was like, oh, you, you got new tile, you know? He's like, I know, open the top one. I looked down and just fucking kilos of cocaine just stuffed down a fucking like in hollowed the, out oh, fucking in the tiles. tile. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Crazy. It, when I see multiple bricks, I go, Rest in peace Ooh. to that guy, too, by the way. He yeah. passed away. It always gives me a bad feeling. Yeah. Like a feeling of like, I need to get out of this place. Some There's too much money in this house, and that shit's evil. Well, and then you get desensitized to it, too. Oh, yeah. Which is scary, to, too. I, I mean, Coke used to be homies, and it's just bad for me, so I don't do it anymore. I used to do Coke all through fucking high yeah, see, school. I've, never, I've actually never done any drugs but weed and shrooms. Good. I'm so happy yeah. for you. Keep it that way. But Because I see my family, you know. Oh yeah, I see yeah. my dad was a fucking crankhead my whole life. And have you uh, ever done anything like crazy like that? Like oh, ever, I've done all drugs. You done it all? I've done it all. What's your least favorite? Crack. Crack. Really? It makes you feel disgusted. I gotta ask you about crack. It makes you. It, ma- it made me feel gross. Because I, I watch Snowfall, right? And yeah, Snowfall's great. What a great show. And like you know, you'll. Those I mean, are crackheads. Just the way I feel about crack is it's it's a. I mean, mo- listen, most serious drugs pe- people are willing to check their sexuality at the door to get more of it. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, there's like grown straight men offering blowjobs in America right now for more crack or fentanyl. For sure. For sure, right? So my drug. thing is, is like, well, crack must be amazing. Oh, you're talking about the drug. Oh, I haven't done heroin or acid. I'll, I'll but, leave but crack. Crack, everyone, all right, look it. When I smoked it with my Uncle John, he, he passed away recently. That fool was like my best homie. And he, I got him to do coke for the first time in his life. And he's 11 years older than me. So here I am, 15. We smoke weed all the time together. And I'm like, hey, man. He's like, I'll never put powder in my, my, my nose. But he was smoking thing. crack. No, he'd never do oh, any he'd drugs. he never did anything. Weed. And I'm like, because he always says, stop doing lines. Fool, you're 15. He would always say, you're 15. And I go, John, just got to try it and shut the fuck up. And for like three years, he, he wouldn't. And then one day, I'm like, you want to try a line? He just said, fuck it. And I remember I was like, I created a monster. The first time he did it, I remember his head came up and the smile he had, I went, no, you're hooked. I felt bad. But it was like a friendly one. We're not sitting here, hey, what's anybody going to need their dick suck for some fucking drugs? Right, no, right. it was never like that. You were fiending out. No, but yeah. there's, I mean, I can tell you a time where it was the middle of the night. And I'm like, bro, I have no more drugs. That sucks. Hmm. I would give all the weed I have for some. That's how far I'd go. Like I'd give all the weed I have right now for, for some, some drugs. Yeah. And I love weed, so that's not good. Um, but the crack thing—he bought a sack on his own of crack. No, of, of coke oh. on his own. Yeah, and I was like, hey, that's a little different. That's different. Now? You bought it on your own. You're not just doing it with me. Yeah, like, you got a sack. Oh no, because he knew my connect. My connect like four blocks from him, and then. I remember he's like, put it on the bowl. I go, I hate that shit. My friends do that. I don't like it. It tastes nasty. I don't want to smoke coke on my weed. Like, do this to do this. No thanks. I don't like roller coasters. Like, yeah, I'm good. And uh, 
He put it on. He smoked it. And he went, ooh. I went, oh, come on, man. And I remember smoking it. And right when I hit it, I hit it. And then it smelled like color crowns burning. Jesus. Like wax burning. Yeah. Like, but I smelled it in here. I didn't just smell it. Like it's in my head. I I'm smelled. not even sure that's the proper way to do crack. Because I think you just not. smoked you just smoked cocaine. Not. It wasn't re-rocked or anything. No, no, no. So as I'm smoking it, I'm like, oh, gross. This tastes disgusting. I'm like, give me, let me see it. And that's when I went, are you fucking stupid? And that's when I went, this isn't cocaine. He bought like 40, 50. And, and it know, was rocked up. It was yellow and a ball chunks oh, yeah. and shards. Yeah. Like, like, like when soap starts to flake off oh. of your bar of soap so, when you're a kid. Right. So it was like crack. Little, it was fucking crack with like, a, they went, here's some coke. And they just dusted it. Wow. They fucking... And I looked down, I'm like, are you fucking stupid? So you didn't hit it and you weren't like, this is the greatest shit ever. No, I hit it. I was like, this tastes like shit. And then I got a really, really bad headache. Like uh, one of these. Yeah. Like my head was getting bigger than my head was. And I felt kind of like shaky or I just felt wobbly. And that's why I'm like, give me that. Let Let me see that shit. And then we looked at it by lighter light or the fuck, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it was yellow little ball crunches. Like, I don't know how to describe it. You know what crack looks like? Yeah. It sure. looked like crack from my scene from the movies. And I went, John, for real? This is disgusting. We're crackheads now. <laughs> I, was, I hated it. I'm glad I hated it, though. Like, I tried Oxy one time because John, my dealer, John. Okay, not your uncle, John. He was stuck on Oxy's bad. This is obviously way early in the in the game. I'm I'm assuming fentanyl hadn't ruined a lot of people's. It was real bad. The was, oxy shit was crazy for it sure. It was crazy though. He was popping them like fucking skittles, bro. It was really really sad. Like it got to the point where me and him were chilling every day, and I didn't even really chill with my homie that was his brother anymore because he was like working doing mm-hmm. shit. I'm like I'll chill with your brother. I'm getting packs from him anyway. And it was just sad, man, because he's such a good guy, he's such a nice dude, like. He could do anything he fucking wanted. Six two, blonde hair, blue eyes. Like you have the world at your palm, fool. <laughs> Come on. And he just kept getting into bullshit with little gangbangers, and he kept getting into bullshit with the oxies. And I remember there got to a time where he was so fucked up, where he wouldn't stop answering, and he wouldn't remember what I owed him. Mm. And I'm like, I owe you that money. Oh yeah, yeah. What did you take again? And in my head, I'm like, I could tell you two pounds. You gave me twenty piece. Oh wow. I, I could tell you anything. Right. And you'd be like, Oh God, you bro. But I'm not a piece of shit. And I love that fool. He's a gent. Like a, he, you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. a good person. And uh, I remember I walked in once, and he was passed out like on the floor, partially on the couch. There was like 60 peas laid out right in his walkway of the house, and the door was unlocked. And I just thought like, what the fuck's what happening What the fuck, here? dude? You know what? I, I could just take it. You're lucky it's me who came in. That's what I told him when I woke his ass up. Like, it's lucky you, you're lucky it's me. Somebody else would have pulled up to try to see him. They'd have fucking ate. Yep, and he almost fucking shot me one time by accident because he was asleep on the couch with his little pistol when he was going through the gangbanger shit. Mm. And I knocked for 48 minutes straight. I needed the packs. I'm like, I'm just going to open the door. And I yelled. I yelled his real name, and he just went, ah! And kind of like, and I just kind of dove out the way a little into his kitchen, and I told him, like, I can't hang out with you no more. And right. I stopped hanging out with him. Like, bro, you, you could have killed me. Like, Jesus. Come, come on. And then um, the last time I talked to him, he got robbed at a party. Why, why, why would you bring 30 peas to a party? I, I was so mad at him. I was like his handler for a while. But like he's How old is this guy? He's three years older than me. Okay. Not much older. Yeah. But uh, that was it. That was the last time I ever talked to him. He fucking disappeared that night. 
after he got robbed. The pu- he had his little puppy. He just got his little puppy, and they found his puppy shot on the road, like oh, shit. Out, right outside of town. And then that's it. I don't know what happened. I mean, I know what happened a little, but he's been gone for like nine years now, dude. Fuck. I remember his mom putting like missing poster signs and shit. It was really sad. That shit sucks. It was sad, dude. Like it was really bad. He's still gone. Damn. Missing still. Like two years ago, someone said that they were, they found a body buried like outside of town. They were like, could it be so and so? That kind of matches the age and shit. I'm like, fuck, dude. Just tell me if it is or not. Right. You know? Are you still friends with his little brother? Uh uh, if I got like eight homies, six of them live outside right. type of shit. They're all tweaking now. Uh, so it's like. Oh, it's like when you say six of them outside, like they're homeless. Yeah, yeah, they live outside. Oh, shit. And uh, In Merced? In Merced, yeah. I tried to well, help his ass. Yeah. It just didn't work, dude. Yeah, did you? Because I feel like we all kind of go through a certain point in time where we grow up around certain people or we're re- related to certain people and you got to kind of, you know. Not all family is family, and not all you know. I, I have homies of mine who are like I just outgrew them mentally, or yeah, mine is not even that. Like these fools are just tweakers outside. No. Yeah, it's just like no, it's just it's not even that bad. Like I wish it was like fool. You got to grow up. Yeah, cheat on your girl or not taking care of your kid. I wish I wish my homies were just like you got to stop hitting your girl, bro. Like I, I'm gonna beat your ass again or something. Yeah. I wish so. It was at least like I know you're alive. Right. I only see my friends through arrest reports, bro, and it makes me so fucking sad. Wow. My best homie Joe, my best, my best fucking friend of all time. First time I talked to him in 12 years. I talked to him last Christmas. I saw right. him walking the streets. I see him always, always. But this time I'm like, you look happy, and I talk to him. And like, first time I talk to my best fucking friend, I chill with all day, every day. Was gonna move in with. Right. Because he was just too much. He was taking like too many pills, mixing with this. He was getting drunk. I just could not be around his ass no more. He just lives under the bridge with all these old fools. Jesus. And like, it just made me fucking cry. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. But I talked to him recently, and it like made my whole year. Right. He's you know doing better. He looked like he was doing better, man. He was drinking a green juice. Oh, okay. He was just walking down the street, and he didn't even recognize me at first. He looked at me, and then he like. We kind of like, I could see in his face that he was just like, oh my God, right. well, shit. I talked to his mom still. Right. His mom's fucking amazing. Right. I don't, I, but she's like, I can't do anything for him anymore. Right. And I now he's back doing fucked up shit because I just saw my homie's like, yo, and send me the, the link just so I can check up on my homies. Right, right, like, right. oh, what's he going? Fuck, how long is he going to be? Oh, fuck, okay. Then yesterday I got word that. I was just talking about on the podcast last week. One of my old homies, I'm like, I walked, I drove into town in my new car. I'm like, I'm gonna take it to town. And I drove in and I just see one of my old homies just twacked as fuck riding a bike down the street, just twacked. And then yesterday they told me he fucking just died. I didn't even know. He's just oh, dead now. Oh shit. So you just saw him and I then just he died. saw him and talked about him on the show the next week. He's fucking dead. What the fuck? Overdose? They're, they're still trying to determine it, but 100%. How often do you go back to Merced? I used to go back a lot, but. Like four or five times a year now. Yeah. Maybe a little more for birthdays or something. Right, 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 right. All your family's still there? Your mom's still there? Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and my fiance's family's from there, too. She's from there. Okay, yeah. cool. Right yeah. outside of town, but... Yeah, Merced is like, for, like you said earlier, it's kind of like, it is a gang town. Like, there's... Yeah. Like, dude, there's that whole little pocket of Cali is active as fuck. Yeah. It's crazy. And like, it's, you wouldn't even know but it. But it's easy to avoid. Mm. Stay in your car. Go to fucking work. Don't 
talk to motherfuckers with gang face tattoos. Right. Don't go buy drugs. Go. Don't be doing shit that drug dealers do. Right. Don't go to the nightclub. Maybe. Don't go to the bars with fools with big pants. <laughs> no, nah, all this shit's real. Like, go to Applebee's and hang out. Yeah, go to go go sing karaoke at Applebee's. Get half price on your apps. A hundred percent. Half price appetizers. You at Applebee's. can stay out of it. You yeah. can stay out of it. Fool, say, what are you looking at? Say, sorry, I was spacing out. Have a good day. Yeah. You don't have to check everybody that tries to check. Like, so many people be alive if they just put their ego down slightly and go, I've got kids to take care of and just kept walking. 100%. You can stay out of you can stay out of this shit. Especially in a small town. Small it's a small town. Like we're GB. GB's homies are the homies I used to avoid growing wow. up, you know. I told him, I even told him cuz we just did a toy drive yeah. and said at the gang park, but I grew up right there cuz my grandma owns an apartment building that touches the fence. So that's the park I grew up in and I remember like Damn, there's a lot of gangbanging assholes out here. Like, I think I remember you as a kid. A hundred percent. No, no, no. I didn't. I don't remember him. But no, I mean like his friends, maybe. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of his homies I remember. Yeah. Um, but like I just told a story recently. Um, you know, like a the potato gun, shotguns. Mm-hmm. You ever see those? So some fool. I just told a story. Like some fool tried to take my fucking head off when I was like twenty four. I was getting food and full shot me in the head with it, like hoping to kill my ass and just kept driving. I just told the story. And I follow these fools to 12th Street where GB's all his fucking homies are from. I was like, hey man, I just told a story about your street. Isn't that crazy? And then two days later, we do a toy drive on 12th Street that I'm talking about at this park. It's all renovated. GB through this whole city, the fucking soccer, United Soccer thing had a booth. Like, I felt like not a drug dealer for sure anymore. Like, I felt so awesome. And GB just like, he's making it happen out there. He's really making the town like better and look better. And all these gang fools like, yeah, you could be a gangbanger. There's people around, motherfucker. Be chill. Everybody be cool. Pick up the trash. Like, this is our neighborhood. Like, I fucking love this fool for that, dude. And um, yeah, I just, it's active if, 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 you're, if you're trying to be active. Right. Yeah, I think so. What has been the because uh, I I when I checked out your YouTube channel, there was like your most viewed interviews were people who I had no idea who they were, That's which I was always which happen. I loved. I was like, yep. this is dope, right? So I like I just like kind of dived into a few of the interviews, like the yeah. Goblin guy, he's and, great, man. and um, great. the Fulcrum guy. Yeah. So so I didn't know who a lot of these because again, like I'm, I'm oblivious to your world, bro. This world is is uh. I like to think of it as the next big thing. And it's I've been doing it exactly for 10 years. Right. And I think we're just at half a percent on the way there. Like you're just barely scraping the Oh man. Possibilities. Like it's not even start. No one's made a billion yet. Yeah. Like no weed kid has made a billion dollars off the weed yet. Yeah. And when it happens, I just I just want to be right next to him like I'm just like, yeah. You think what Burn will be the first guy probably, right? Probably. Yeah. Or or some dude that never fucking well, there's was some, in the in there, the industry, but like was in the background. There's some people. Um, I know a few people that are very very close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's probably the same people we're thinking. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's gonna be same dude or same two dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably the Stizzy guy, and then the uh, the the. the Stizzy, my, I think Stizzy's too split between too many owners for one person. To and then my boy Alex. Uh, you know Alex, Armenian Alex. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Well. He's, he's doing well. He's, yeah. he's the guy behind all the cookie stores. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're and my the green name. thumbs. They live across the street from me. 
That I just shit. I just moved into a na- I just moved into a spot, and my neighbor's like the cookies people, the guys. I was like, damn, it's a fat fucking houses. Yeah, there's two houses next to each other. Yeah, but yeah, no, I moved to this new spot, and it's just like I'm very low key, right? But it's very weird. Like I'm walking, I follow this motherfucker. I'm driving in my into my garage, closing my garage. I'm not talking to nobody, but it's like a very wild neighborhood. I'm looking around, like I have a lot of your albums. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Because I'm like, I'm from Merced and I'm so fucking excited. Like, I'm just happy. Like, I can't believe that shit works. So for you, obviously, the podcast is very successful. Yeah. But it hasn't been the easiest thing for you to monetize because of the Fuck YouTube no. shit, right? No. So no. now you're moving into taking on sponsorships that you probably before were turning down because you wanted to play play ball with YouTube. With YouTube. Right? Spotify made us partners. They're putting us on the front. We're going to be like the... For this month, we're going to be like the show to watch or whatever they're going to put like, as the ad that pops up. Yeah. So I'm hyped, dude. That's Shout huge. out to Spotify. They made us brand partners and shit. And uh, we get really good views on, on Spotify. And Spotify, we asked them, like, what about the we? They go, do whatever you want. They don't give a fuck. She I mean, said, show anything, like, as long as you're not being hateful are you or doing, racist. Are you, are you able to have the videos on, you, on Spotify? Yeah. Oh, see, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And they're... So if we get the comments, it's because we've been pushing them for comments and live premieres. So we're talking to them, and they're going to see if they can integrate yeah, that. Yeah, I wonder if they've done that yet. No, they haven't. No, no, we, we asked them for it. Yeah. They're like, well, nobody really asked, but I go, we'll, we'll be the guinea pigs. Marty's really good with this tech shit, so he's like, hey, we should implement this, this, and this. We have the meeting, and that's why they gave us video, because they, they hit us up like, yo, you guys do really well. But YouTube, man, like... The Jeezy episode was one of the lowest views episodes of anything we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Why? It was such a good conversation. It's fucking Jeezy. And I look in the back end, and everything is like 1%. 1%. Recommended, 1%. Home, like, they don't push our shit, and it's age-restricted. How did it do on Spotify? Oh, I think it doubled that in the first week. Yeah, I think, I think too, like... It's crazy. Well, I think, I think your guys' audience is, like, very unique, man. I feel like they're diehard. They're diehard, but they're also like I said when I looked at your most viewed. Like I was like, dope. I I love to discover new shit, yeah. right? So I was kind of excited to find your podcast, and then like for a couple of days, I really was like, yo, who's this guy? And I watched some no jumper interviews, and and um, I didn't realize that there was this YouTube world of weed content creators. There's there's not a lot. And the ones that are doing it well, you saw. Yeah. And the reason why they bring those views is we are, it's like going to the Cannabis Cup and bringing a famous basketball player. Like, oh my God, there's going to be a small crowd of dudes. Like, whoa, yo, can I get a picture? Go to the Cannabis Cup and Tommy Chong walks in. It's like, it's different. oh shit, it's a direct, it's like target marketing. Right, it's different. It's direct. Goblin has a, a, a good weed following. We brought him on the show. We just had a great conversation. He's such a good dude. And it blew up because our fans and his fans both all at the same time went, let's watch this. And and it just, we have that many fans. So every one of our fans games while. Yeah, telling stories. So he tells stories and does shows gameplay. No, he does game. Play over it. You're watching the gameplay. Yeah, because he's monetized. Right. He's so smart. So, with so he's smart. the audio you're hearing is the. He's so smart, man. And he tells me every time I get demonetized, I'll read a children's book. 
as the whole video, I get remonetized. Oh my god! He's the fucking man. He's like, "What book should I get my monetization back for him?" And he'll post that shit. He's the man. He's moving out here next month, man. I'm really excited. I got to interview that. that guy. He's great. You yeah. should. He's fucking awesome. Um, the biggest ones are weed people because yeah. that's that's us. Well, that's your guys's. That's audience, our audience, right? man. And it's such a un. Uh, it hasn't your like your lane hasn't been hoard out yet. No, people are trying, but I think our... As to where I feel like the weed game itself is a little whored out, for sure. But 100%. the weed content game is very still... I always said, like, it's just, we're waiting for one world-class photographer, director to come fuck with this industry, and we'll have a new Nice Dreams. We'll have a new fucking Cheech and Chong genre. We're yeah. going to have everything that anybody can think of. Look how successful Super Bad, or Pineapple Express was. It's a, it's a cult classic. Cult classic. It's that, a cult and, classic. Well, I mean, also, like, you have to find somebody who will take risks with that kind of content now. Because I, I was just talking to the homies about comedies, and you could probably attest to this. We haven't had like a classic comedy in fuck in a while. It's been like ten years, bro. In a while, Tropic Thunder was great. Tropic Thunder was amazing, yeah. but they couldn't make that movie today. No, but that's why it was one of the last really, really, like really hard hitting ones. Jack Black was fucking. Fiending for heroin, and he ate the bird. It was so good. That's it's crazy. But Come saying, on, like, but it really is going to take somebody who's got the bankroll to do it the right way and do it without worrying: Are we going to make money on this or not? Are we going to try to start a trend? I guarantee you, the first Cheech and Chong movies were not box office hits, and they were low budget. Yeah, they were low but budget. They grew over the years. You think Friday? DJ Friday. Pro. Come sure. on, man. Those fools did it on a very small budget. DJ Pooh, I, I think he said he filmed it on a black, the black box, yeah. the part two on a black box. It's I think a, a lot of those, I think camera. a lot of the comedian dudes are trying to eventually come together and 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 try to, you know, do that because we need good comedy. We need R-rated, real R-rated shit, bro. Like, yeah, we need shit that you have to like. Yo, you should get the kid out of the room. This would be great. We need like an Animal House. Of today, like something that's just. I'm just thinking about like even, even like some shit like Borat, which obviously, whatever Borat is not one of those. I don't look at it in that same realm, but I, I love Borat. But it's like this fucking naked dudes running around. It's funny that fat old man puts his ass in dude's face and his balls are on his chin, and I'm just like, where's that at? And listen, I'm not looking for that. Where's that at? I'm not looking for that specifically. It's a wild clip right there. But I'm saying like <laughs> I just need the real crazy. The real crazy comedy. I'm like, man, I don't even know what, like, when I go to the movies anymore, it's like, it's always superhero shit, bro. Otherwise, I'm just waiting for it to hit the streaming services. You're not wrong. It's like, at all. I saw Barbie with my wife. Uh, I didn't see that. Was it at least funny? It was all right, bro. It was whatever. I've been watching some trash movies lately, too. Like, your wife, your girl probably liked Barbie. It was, it was a good movie. Um, it was good. It wasn't like, and it, you don't have to be like a girly girl to yeah. like. It was like a good movie. As long as it's a good movie, I don't care if it's, it's a good movie. It's, it's a, a unique, chick flick. It's a very unique movie. Yeah. It was a unique movie. Yeah, like, the thing is with my girl, she's she's just me. She's me with, she's just a girl. Right. But that's great. We're, the, uh, that's my best friend, so... When I think of a movie, like she's gonna fucking hate this because I hate this, right? Because I already know how you're gonna think. Like I already know it's. Just... Hey, will you text TK to shut the fuck up? Thank you. <laughs> you know whose voice that is? That's fucking TK, bro. Yo, TK, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus, you need a little string that you pull bro, through the door. Call this motherfucker. And a thing what is goes he doing off. in there. Who is he talking to, bro? 
like, what is TK doing in there alone? Is he is he fucking live streaming from his fuck? Like, what is happening in there? Isn't that outside? No, no. This is uh, there's a whole like kitchen. No, it's coming from in there. I hear his fucking voice. Tell that motherfucker to shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, TK's fucking big old ogre voice penetrating these thin walls from this old Asian trap house, apparently. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. Which is great, though. It really makes it authentic. We got to stop the interview real quick to tell you about our folks at MyBookie, man. Look, MyBookie NFL season is approaching. And you know what they just added that I love is that early cash out. Let's say you got a ticket and it's looking great. You can cash out early on that ticket, all right? I love it, all right? Plus, of course, my bookie has got the full casino going down. And if you sign up right now using the promo code BOOTLEG, they will give you that first deposit bonus up to $1,000, all right? So head over to MyBookie ASAP. Um, look, we got uh, NFL coming. There's baseball you can gamble on right now. And, of course, the full-service casino, Blackjack with the real dealer, uh, Roulette craps whatever you're into slot machines you could do it and cash out right on my bookie all right all you got to do is sign up with that new promo code bootleg when you sign up trust me when i say it's a new account they're gonna get you that uh first deposit bonus all right so go to uh my bookie right now use that promo code bootleg when you sign up for a new account also got to give a big shout out to the family at king palm um the official sponsor of the bootleg Camp podcast what i love about king palm is of course it's all about organic all right, no tobacco. This is straight organic um, leaves. This is the only thing I smoke out of. And what I love about it is they have these terpene-infused flavor tips, and they are so good. The squeezing pops. This is the watermelon. Um, man, they got the dragon fruit. They got the grape. Whatever you're into, trust me, they got it. All right, they're available at your local smoke shop. Um, you can also go to kingpalm.com and use the promo code BOOTLEG and save half off. So 50% off if you use that promo code bootleg at kingpalm.com. And uh, man, trust me, the squeeze and pop is where it's at. I've had so many people come in here and they're like, yo, you squeeze and then you get the flavor right away. All right. It's, and of course, it's tobacco free. It's a healthy smoke. So make sure you rock with King Palm at your local 7-Eleven, your local liquor store, or go get 50% off at kingpalm.com promo code bootleg. Let's get back to the interview. I was going to ask you like... Uh how do you see, because, you know, we, we see a guy like Burner who just made the uh, Forbes magazine cover. We see uh, the weed industry. Obviously, there's been a lot of people who have come in, and I feel like with just money and tension that aren't necessarily, I mean, I think of a guy like Jay-Z who never smoked weed, never rapped about smoking weed, and he comes in and starts a weed brand. I think it's already gone away. I don't think anyone's smoking the Jay-Z pack, respectfully. Um, but on the content side, right, like, would you kind of consider yourself to be like kind of like, the Joe Rogan of the weed game. Um, and do you see, like, where do you see that your niche, your world going? Like, because it's only going to get bigger, right? And there yeah. is going to be outsiders trying to come in. Yeah. So the way I see it is like my biggest shit, I'm like Bob Ross with weed. Like, I could teach you anything and make you not feel like you're lame for not knowing that shit. Nice. Because you shouldn't. Like, I see homies make fun of fools that can't hit bombs. Mike, they've never hit a bomb. Teach this person. Right. Right? Like, I have homies that, I'm like, hey, can you roll it? You roll better. And I taught you how to roll the joint. Before I did videos, I'm like, just do this. All right, let's do it. And my homie, one of my my business partner, mm-hmm. one of my best friends, like, I taught him how to roll. So our, our shit is, I think our content will help you 
in any aspect if you don't know what you're doing. Maybe learn some new shit. See the newest stuff. We're like the the underground QVC when it comes to reviews. That's so fire. You know, like, yo, I'm only putting shit on a show that's tight, and I'll review it. Or Do you get paid to do reviews? It depends. Okay. It you, really I mean, depends. That's, hey, man, that's yeah. a great way to monetize yeah. if, if you I can't just get wanna, the YouTube. Yeah. I just want to grow the channel. Yeah. I just want more people to see because why? They might buy a shirt. They might watch a podcast. They might, because I have another brand. I don't know if I, I don't even know if I talked about it. Uh, the Dopest Shop. The Dopest Shop is, you know what uh, TEC alt- alternatives are? Alternative cannabinoids? Mm-mm. You know, like uh, I've heard of. I mean, I've heard. Yeah. Of. So you know, I'm sure you've heard of Delta Eight. Yeah. It's like the legal weed that they can ship you. Everybody calls it diet weed, or that's whatever. like the shit that, like, if like gummies are sold everywhere, it's because it's got the Delta Eight in Thank it. Thank you. So we don't do Delta Eight because Delta Eight is very unpredictable. I feel so. We do something called HHC. Is it kind of like uh, the the new spice? People try to say that that haven't smoked it, or I think just don't try to categorize it altogether because what it is is my partner. He's a, he owns a company called Hash House. It's like one of the bigger right. names in the hash industry. He came at me because he knows I'm a fucking snob with weed and shit. Oh, I finally heard. <laughs> Yo, call Alexis. I finally go go do, do it do it do it. He's out here. Yo, shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, bro! These fucking jerk offs in there, in there jerking each other off, about to record music. Tell them to go to the fucking studio. Sorry, my artist. You is have in a there. couple, a couple studios here. You do. I got five. It's like, yeah, dude, you showed you me. You guys are gonna shoot the shit. Go shoot the shit in the room you're about to fucking record. Sorry. Shout you're to Alex. Go follow Alexis. Alexis wrote it on Instagram. He's a piece of shit. Um, anyway, no. so continue with with the the shop because so. Oh yeah, so. My friend approached me and he says, hey, uh, I have this idea. With a, he has, his homie does CBD, big CBD manufacturer, right. producer. Gay. And I was like, uh, no, kidding. no, because uh, fools do the- Everyone makes fun of CBD. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> CBD, if you like it, go smoke it. We don't do CBD. Right. But uh, what I was saying is he approached me. I'm like, bro, you want me to do a, a not a THC brand? Like, right. Come on, dude. He's like, no, it's ATC. It gets you high. I go, don't fucking lie to me. Because <laughs> he knows. I'm like, don't try to fucking lie to me. Went to his house, and I ate 1,200 milligrams of the edibles. I'm like, I need to see if this fucking works. Right. I want to I do at least 1,000. But they were bombs. So, you know, I ate a couple more. It turned out to be 12. I hit the pens, and I'm ripping pens. And I'm like, okay, it's a pen. It's a pen. Like, okay. I got him an Uber and just started getting so violently fucking high and started so you were spinning. Really? I almost asked my Uber to pull over so I could throw up. I was right where the, now, one, was where the 134 meets the five. you were just five. trying so many of them? Well, I just wanted did. to know. I, I eat thousands of milligrams of THC. I know how I'm going to feel. And like the, I did a 5,000 milligrams of THC video, and I was just really tired for two Wait, days. Wait, you ate 5,000? Yeah, like I, when I say I do, cha- oh, my channel, I do mad challenges. Like I smoked, what popped my YouTube off was I smoked a 40 gram joint in one sitting, no water, no nothing, looked at the camera for two and a half hours, smoked that whole fucking thing down because somebody said I, w- I wouldn't do it. Oh no, I saw a bunch of YouTubers like smoking a zip. Right? Holy shit. And I'm like, you didn't smoke a zip by yourself. And they didn't. So I'm like, fuck, that, I'm gonna do it by myself. And I'll do in it in real time. In real time, didn't move. And every, that video popped off because, like, Danisful really did smoke that. Oh my God. And I, re- I mean, you can watch it. I, uh, it was the worst. I coughed up tar and shit for like, uh, like two months, probably. Oh my God. It was bad. It hurt was my it lungs. Was it worth it? Fuck yeah. I was sure it was tight. 
it was fire ass OG packs that I was getting at the time yeah. too. So I was very happy about that. And uh, so anyway, I try it. I'm spinning because my twelve hundred milligrams did that shit to me. Oh, oh no! Like well, fuck! I get to my house and I call. I'm like, yo, find me some more products. I'll try it again. And then if this works, I'm down. And then I just remember like. I got so violently high. I'm ripping the pens. I'm eating the edibles. I'm like, this got me fucked up. Mm. But I gave it to a friend. He goes, I feel nothing off 500 milligrams. Because some people don't metabolize THC either. Well, that happens with shrooms. It happens with Marty. Shrooms don't hit him. Yeah, I have my wife. Like, we went and, you know, I I love shrooms. I have a shroom gummy brand. And uh, Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll, the, I'll the, some. What's the uh, mushroom you're using? Uh, we use a 70% albino penis envy, 30% oh, albino Avery Psilocybin split. mushroom? Yeah. 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 I thought you meant like legal ones. I just ship them out. Like, no, no, no. Well, I mean, you know. Uh, the shrooms, though, obviously, I know I, I have people in my life, like my wife will eat a ton of fucking mushrooms, and she'll be like, I don't feel anything. Yep. And I'm like, what? Yep, my I'm fucking stuck. Yep. Marty, that's Marty. I like two grams. Like, I don't feel it yet. And then we got some real good ones, and they rocked him during an episode. So like, the first time Marty felt it was during an episode, which was wild. Which is crazy. Yeah. We had to hold it together. And uh, so I told him, like, yo, this works. Yeah. And then we started a brand, thedopashop.com. Dude, the first day, I was, in my head, I had a number. Like, if we can hit this number, this brand's going to be good. And we hit that shit in an hour. Really? Oh, my God. We're number three on Earth. For any alternative brand, so this yeah. is an alternative. Essentially, brand. you can sell it legally wherever, door to door. Are you? We ship it straight wholesaling to your door. To we shops? just started. Because do we, shops carry that shit? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. We just started wholesale because we were doing so well retail. We're like, dude, why put in so much money to make a fourth of what we're making every two minutes? Because mm. on, on online we can ship to all fifty states. So I, we have blunts, pre rolls, syrups. I got some shit for you too. Actually. Okay. The serves, I think, are just too strong. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I believe. I it. never got into the. See, eating weed is um, rough for me. I These edibles know. are they're they're strong. They yeah. are, but then my again, wife likes edibles. I well, I I'll give you the ones with hash. Listen, yeah, we have hash in them if too. I fucking I've had the worst highs of my life eating weed. I mean, the worst. Dude. I blacked I, out. A few I'd times. rather eat too much shrooms than eat too much. Weed. Oh no, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I've eaten too much shrooms before. I like. You eat a lot of mushrooms. What's your what's your go to? What are you doing when you're trying to trip? Or are you just microdosing? No, I usually usually I'll microdose, right? But sometimes um, I just like to fucking eat a ton of shrooms and sit in my hot tub at night in the water. Yeah, ooh, that and just play wild. tame impala. Oh, <laughs> do you float ever? Yes. Oh, oh my god, bro. And then I just like. Yeah, that's the best. I love that. I do. I jacuzzi, go in the dark. jacuzzi, nighttime, and then I got my jacuzzi's got the like colorful lights and shit. Oh, you're having a great time. It's fucking amazing. I think the heat would get me, and I start tripping because there's always a point of where I get a little nervous, a little scared, and then I go, I take off. Yeah, I've, a had, lot of I've had some really bad. I've had one really bad trip, and that was in Austin, Texas, and. I met, uh, so my friend is a rapper named Freddie Gibbs, and he went on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I watched the clip last night. And uh, I was, uh, I went with him out there, and um, I got to hang out with Joe Rogan, who's like, is a big reason why I started eating shrooms, because he would always talk about the benefits and shit. And so me and Freddie ate too much, but 
we did it in front of Joe Rogan because I was like, hey, bro, I brought some shrooms from Cali. It was backstage at Kill Tony at this fucking... That's the clip I watched when he... You, you're lucky, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, the no, clip no, I watched was, last this night. This was prior to... to well, that was Philadelphia. No, no, no. But but I know what you're talking about. That's when the, when, uh, when Freddie and... Called out Joe, Joe Rogan. No, but that was like... Uh, was this funny. was like a year before that. Um, but yeah, so... I was like, hey, Joe, you want some? Like, you're kind of the... He's like, bro, I got to plan my shit. And I was like, it's all good, man. And I fucking ate my shit. I ate too much. And then we went... Have you ever been to Austin? No. Oh, so we go to 6th. And uh, which is like just this street, uh, just nothing but music venues and bars, the whole fucking street. It's a legendary place. And dude, I was just tripping balls the whole time, man. All fucking everyone's face looked like, remember back in the day, you used to watch cops and their faces used to be pixelated? Bro, everyone's faces looked like they were on cops, bro. That's incredible. I thought motherfuckers were following us. I thought they were going to try to kill us. I snuck out the back of a bar, bro. And I don't even know how the fuck I ended up in my room. I just remember calling my wife and being like, I have no idea what's happening. I'm trying to find where, where my hotel is. And she was like super worried. And then I just hung up on her. And then I woke up the next day. Oh, she must have been tripping all yeah. night. Yeah, she was not happy. You know. I gotta be honest, that's not a bad trip story. No, no you're I, right. I haven't had like the trip where I'm like. No, it's a great trip story. No, it's a story for sure. You're like one of my worst trips. My worst trip in my life was on edibles, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were saying that edibles was bad. Edibles. I was saying, like, oh, with Joe Rogan, you know, and uh, awesome ass rapper. That was and the, Freddie saying, Gibbs. That's the, worst, that's the worst time I've had on shrooms in terms of just me freaking out. Now, it's great. eating weed is terrible. I blacked out off weed a few times at an event. I've blacked out. I've puked. I mean, I went to I a never fucking Yellow Wolf Ritz concert. And I had a whole fuck. I think I had like a 250 uh, mil- uh, gram fucking. Uh, brownie and i have you ever been so high that you feel like you have superpowers or your senses are heightened a hundred percent on the heightened senses where I because can i can hear everything. everything oh my god that's what happened i'll be like i heard this fool his phone however getting far away they are from a mile away I can yes hear i heard this bro people i was at an event working my own booth too fucked up. And you could hear it all. I can hear it all. And that's the one thing I always thought. Like, why can't I hear everything? And, it, and your it, heartbeat. What kind of makes you think to yourself, like, uh, we're not using our full capabilities. I because if you everything. eat too much weed, you can hear everything. It was not like I was tripping. I could physically hear Bro, I'm in the, the light on over I'm there. In the <laughs> middle, I'm in the middle of a concert. My feet are like planted into the cement. I couldn't walk. And I'm just looking around and honing in on everyone's conversation in the middle of a concert and hearing them perfectly. It was fucking insane. That's awesome. I got to be honest. I was That's like, this is crazy. Cool. You have great trips. And then Garfield the Cat was on stage, a cartoon version of him, and his eyeballs were spinning like a, a slot machine. And then do just the craziest shit, like the shit that would happen in front of somebody who was tripping balls the coincidence of it happening while I was tripping balls was happening. Like I had some Native American dude come up to me and start like barking in my ear about how we stole his country and shit. And I thought it wasn't real. You got fucking hated on mid tripping. Bro, the dude was like, was he real? He's like, Hey white boy. Hey, you stole my land, bro. It was literally that. And I was just like, that to me. And I couldn't walk. And my boy Gio was like a big Puerto Rican dude. I look at Gio and I said, is 
this motherfucker real? He's like, yeah, he's real. Do you want me to fucking knock him out? I was like, no. And I was like, bro, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know you, bro. Like, I was like, I think I'm native too a little, you know? Like, <laughs> it was a rough night. And then I ended up puking all over the place. Yeah, it was bad. Yo, you should just be sitting here telling a story. Do you do solo episodes? I don't. I'm, we're gonna. Start, you should really just speak into that camera because that. We're gonna start doing. Hyped. We're gonna start doing different shit All for that sure. Story. That was fucking hilarious. You stole my land. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. Shout out to uh, Yellow Wolf and Ritz. That was a legendary night. Yes. Shout. Fuck the edibles, man. I can't do it. They always make me puke. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. See, the thing with me, like. My mom and dad were both on drugs when I was a kid, and then I found out on the podcast that my mom and dad were both on acid the night I was made. Oh, and I think that's—I have an insane memory. I don't know if we talked about this. Your memory, My memory is wild. fucking annoying. Nice. It's very annoying. Like, I think I have ADD because I have that Tame Impala song that I, when you mention them, it's been playing in my head the whole time since we've been talking. Which one? It's the. It's the. Uh, Oh, come on, it's like number my, two. My favorite shit is Let It Happen. It's number two on my list. If you ever get high. I know what it sounds like. Play Let It Happen. And just the fucking sound like switches from like the left and right ear. Dude, that Let It Happen by Tame Paul is the best fucking. I just uh, found out who they were a year and a half ago. Me, bro, me too. Yeah, I didn't know I was missing this whole genre of ethereal and it, or whatever you know, music. You know it's it's one guy. Really? It's not a band. It's a one dude. He produces everything and sings. What? I thought I saw a live with. Oh yeah, yeah. They perform, and he has he'll he'll hire the band. Oh shit! What a talented motherfucker. Tame and pa- Paul is a single human being. I didn't know that. He makes all the beats, plays all the instruments, and sings and then has all people the music. do them live so he can do live shows. Yeah, that's fucking incredible. Actually, I didn't know that. A hundred percent. Wow. Tame I always Paul say they. A dude. I always say they. One dude. It's one guy. Yeah. I didn't know that until maybe like six months ago, and it tripped me the fuck out. I found out about thirty seconds ago. I was like, dude. <laughs> That's so sick. much music happening in his songs. Like he's like, hey, he plays that, and then you can go on like YouTube and see him make the songs. Like Tame Impala is a beast. I don't even know what his real name is. It's like, uh, do you watch YouTube and stuff all the time? See, I don't watch anything. Yeah, and I told you I hurt my back this weekend, yeah. so I have been by myself in my room watching YouTube. Yeah, the algorithm would just I've, feed you what you want. Right, right. No, I've been learning about podcast stuff. Mm. And I did, I've never watched really other podcasts like fully. Right. I didn't know there was so much drama between all these huge comedians. Oh, yeah, it's great. Holy yeah. shit. I didn't know what AD and Adam were mad at each other yeah, about. Yeah. You know, I have no idea what that's going on. I know. That's and amazing. I'm in podcast. Good for you. I, By the way, that's, got, no that's great. And then I watched a clip. It goes, why AD and Adam 22 are mad at each other? I went, how do I not know any of these things? Dude, the c- comedian shit is the best. And I just found out about all of it. There's like, there's like the YouTube, uh, like the guys that break it down. Yes, that's who I was watching for there's like, two is it the, days. It's like the Indian guy. Yeah, with, with the, the glasses the hair? and the hair. That's yeah. who I've been watching for two days straight. Yeah. Dude, that's who I've been watching. I watched. This every breaks clip. everything down. He's like, in such a good way. He's like the fucking Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith of like he fucking. Is so that I found out about all the Bobby Lee stuff. All oh, of the Bobby stuff. Lee shit's crazy. I had no idea about any of this stuff. That, oh yeah. I I don't know how I'm so ignorant to Did you what watch I, the Bobby I'm Lee in this industry. Uh, Burt Kreischer, like where they like have this like awakening on the show why they're not they're allowed co- to tour and why they're cooking or where he's talking about their agents. Yes, that's the one I watched uh, the last night too. That show was crazy, bro. I and then you see the bo- then there's the Bobby shit. Lee Brennan Schaub. I didn't know about any of this stuff. Oh my Marty's, god, was Marty uh, just took like started like letting go of guests yeah. of his of his clients because our show like we we needed that we needed him for that yeah. And he doesn't work with anybody anymore except, I think, Ryan Sickler. 
he helps him with yeah. stuff and it's just all us now but marty was like the little guy doing all these little ticket things and sales and targeted marketing for all these guys and then now he's just doing it on our end which is why i think the back end helps is starting mm. to pump a little bit because we're trying to find fans that are not in the weed world because i mean dude we talk about everything but when it comes to all the podcast drama, I had no idea. It's crazy. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of it. What the fuck? It's pretty wild. I had no idea. I had Duno on. Never even asked about the Adam shit. I had no idea why they left. I didn't know anything. And I was like, I'm going to smoke a joint. I'm going to go about my day because I don't, it's not my drama. I don't care. Yeah. And I learned about it. I went, I still don't care. But now that I know, at least now I like am more knowledgeable on the shit that I right. look I mean I do this every day I live in the same city right. as these humans I don't know what's going on right right right, right. I don't watch yeah, the shows it's pretty wild it is pretty wild who's your number one requested guest you haven't had on yet Joey Diaz mm, that'd Joey be sick Diaz. yeah Joey Diaz and uh, well <sighs> requested like by the fans not over and over and over I would say Joey Diaz in the terms of comedy what about on the weed side on the weed side? Like, you guys haven't had Burner on, have you? No, we haven't had Burner on. I guess Cheech and Chong together get asked a lot. I don't get a lot of weed people asking me mm. for stuff. Joey Diaz would be dope, but you might have to go to New Jersey. I was over there, and we were supposed to do it, and then he had a movie. Uh, I was there for like four days in New York. He's just got doing some wild shit. stories. He's incredible. I just watched his his story about how he kidnapped a dude and went to prison for it. Oh, where he got in trouble? Yeah. I just watched the nun one. It makes me laugh every we beats yeah. the nun up. He's hilarious. Fuck, it's so funny. He's just it's storytelling is what I love, dude. I think everybody does. They Would watch you, movies, right. listen to music. Would you do comedy? I think Because that's really what comedy is, right? I, yeah, people I get a lot of that. Uh we, we interviewed Brian Callen, right? And I was telling Marty, I have a bunch of shit written for right. years. I have a lot of stuff written. And uh, I was talking to him. And he's like, I think you should do that. And I was like, really? Go stop saying you should and just go do this shit. And then Josh was like, your timing is great. You should probably try it at least. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And identify some of your stories and then figure out how to make a mark on stage. Well, the, th- the thing is, like, if I do it, I know it's going to be a storytelling thing, but it could be jokes too. But I feel like it's going to be like a weave. Yeah, there's like uh, Ali Sadiq, whose storytelling is fucking incredible. And then obviously, the guy like Burt Kreischer, his whole fucking life changed from changing the machines. They're yeah, telling the their stories. machines, yeah. there, you know? So, yeah. Dude, yeah, you should do it. Yeah, I told Marty like two weeks ago. I Last episode, I actually did a couple of my things on there. I mean, but I, this is my thing, dude. Like, I. I'm really nice and all that shit, but all the shit I say is so vulgar, and some of the shit I say might make 90% of you really upset, but also... That's the good that shit. That 10% that's laughing, hey, but that's, that's the, who I That's want. the good shit. Yeah. yeah. I want people to go, yo, you're right. Like, I know I'm right. Just think about it in the terms of the... I think it's like uh, Jerry Seinfeld, if he smoked weed slash Joey Diaz storytelling is where I would go. Like, yeah, I'm just going to tell you observations Dude, and shit you probably didn't see. I bet you, too. Like, if you have you ever done the story time thing live? No. That would be, that would be, that's, that's basically stand up. That's what I mean. That yeah. could be, that could be kind of your version of getting yeah. your foot into that door where you're a little yeah. more comfortable on stage. Marty and I, your fans. We're supposed to do it at the end of the year, but we're the Laugh Factory. We're supposed to do a live little thing that yeah. has like 200 people. And, uh, the, there's one the it's, it's one of the comedy stores or one of the comedy spots, and that's I think how we're gonna do. I'm just gonna open up with like ten minutes of shit I wrote, 
and then me and Marty are going to start. I think that's how I start to get more comfortable. Because like, I'm not worried about like Freddie Gibbs. Uh, Freddie Gibbs is hilarious, my boy. But he just well, started, he's funny, bro. Well, he just started doing like a stand up spot stand up. He does cocaine comedy. Me and Marty actively talk about Freddie Gibbs. We actually talk about all these artists that we love because they're fucking awesome. But Freddie Gibbs comes up a lot because he's just so damn funny, bro. He's hilarious. He's just a funny human being. Once you just just speak, yeah, just speak. He's just a comedian. Whenever he does, rap, whenever bro. he does his uh, his next run, I'll make sure he comes on your shit. Let let us know, bro. That'd be that'd be awesome. He's just a funny ass fool. And like I said, I was watching the, the Kill Tony with him last night. There's a, there's a lane there for that guy for sure. You know what I mean? For sure, definitely. Um, all right, so Kill Trees is is your clothing line. Push Trees. That's Kill Tony. You see what I did? <laughs> I know. I know what you did. Kill trees. <laughs> push trees. Not kill Tony. Push trees is your clothing line. Yeah, push trees. Uh, it, it, that's been, is, would you say that the clothing, what what for you is kind of surpassed like your number one like breadwinner in terms of like. The dope your, shop. Ah, wow. So it's doing that well. Well, I saw what you drove it's up life in changing. You, you drove up in a fucking a big I boy. I love that thing. People know what you drive. I don't want to say what you drive. If, if yeah, you, I'm sure they do. Okay. Yeah. And if you post it, it's on my no, it's on my page. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, fucking guy pulled up in a Maybach. Yeah, I love that thing, dude. It's so, bomb. So that opportunity, which is a newer opportunity, yeah. changed your life. Yes, because I every time money I put, I put right back into the. And it's expensive to make f- f- all these videos and like to pay for editing and then all the stuff. And the filming, it's, it gets expensive. I mean, some of my shoes are eight hours, but they're a 15-minute video. Mm. That B-roll is six hours straight. Us doing the lights, the Lazy Susans, having them. Because I like, I want you to feel like an Apple commercial, but damn, this is YouTube. So a lot of my reviews are so intricate. We get that long-ass lens that shoots into stuff. Do you like, follow that one dude on YouTube who Peter reviews McKinnon? the tech shit? Peter McKinnon? No, no, the, the uh, black dude who reviews all the tech shit. What's his name? Oh. No. The guy does the number one dude. I fucking watch all his videos. I don't watch YouTube. You're like the weed version of that. Yeah, that's cool. He'll, he'll do like fucking these most the most intricately shot reviews of everything that's tech. All cinematic and shit. Dude, cinematic. That's what I want from the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, crazy angles, yeah. shit going by. About all these crazy lights. We have all our lights in the roof and shit. It's just fun, but. It's it's for the dope. Like I was doing fine. I just I started. I never made any money off any content till end of 2019. Wow, man! Like I never, I never didn't. Right. Push trees just kept me afloat, and then I decided just to invest all my time into just making as much content as I can, and see if a company might want to pay for something. And then it happened. It worked yeah. a few times, and then it just became normal. And that helped me pay for the podcast because I funded everything, the warehouse, everything for the podcast. I started. We started that, and then we, as we made money, you know, kind of paid it back. But then I have like I started another brand with my friend. We have another warehouse not far from here, yeah. and it's like the Walmart for weed products. Like we have King Palm, we have everything, every weed thing, you know, like a head shop, but online. Oh, because nice! I do videos for those companies. Right? Like, do you just do a video for me, and I'm gonna own this shit because I feel like I can do so much more. So you have like a, a online retail threeupstore.com. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's dope. We just we just officially like relaunched. It's doing well. And then you're the, the man to promote your own shit straight to your fan yeah. base. So now they yeah, dude. And like they can for push- grab from you, then grab from, you know, whoever, Amazon or. Exactly. And um, for Push Trees, like I said, it's about to hit to year 10. I feel like we've just been kind of weed shirts for mm-hmm. a while. 
But recently, I'm not. I, I can talk about it. If you don't mind? But I recently hired a creative director, mm-hmm. and he's the one that helped start V Loan and Revenge. Oh, and nice, a lot of those yeah. big brands. Yep. So he's gonna. He's he's fully made me think different. Shout out to my homie Jay to like, try to expand the clothing shit. Just not even expand, bro. Like just. He's just gonna. He's just crushing everything for us, man. We're no longer just a, like a shirt company. Our for our news, our drop that we just did was relatively small, and it sold faster than anything I've ever done. And it's, it's the first time it wasn't just a funny design black shirt. Like we had, wow. And we have models and photographers and shit. I've never done that. It's always been me, and my phone, right? Snapping for nine and a half years, just trying to sell. And now it's. It's like, oh, this is a real thing. You could get into fucking zoomies or just all that just shit. Just that, like the collabs that we're working on right now, or I'll tell you off if yeah. you can't, but fucking shit. I wore this shit my whole life. <laughs> what the fuck? Dope, I, he's, he's, he's taking it to, I'm like, what did you reload? Let's do that for us and blow this shit up. And the next drops coming out is is full on clothing company. Like, I feel like I can have a store on Fairfax with just this. Right, the feeling that I'm getting from these is so much different than anything I've ever done, man. What's the website where people can pushtrees.com? Pushtrees. He's uh, just and then where can people buy the cannaboy shit? The uh, oh, the dopeshop.com. Uh, yeah, the dopeshop.com. That's the number one. Our fan. It's just what it was. The reason. Re-up, I, and then reup shop. The reupstore.com. Reupstore. Do we have? We have. Jesus, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, but. Uh, Push Trees Cannabis launches at the end of the year. That's sick. Our facilities are done. So that's going to be like a grow? Or is that going to oh, be... Oh, it's... Yeah. Yeah, so everything. Got, yeah, so Manufacturing, distraught. volatile yeah. license. We, we're, we're ready to go, man. We're well, going to be fully... Hey, <laughs> I'm excited. If we didn't have another interview very shortly, I would. we could go for like another hour and a half. Go for it, man. Um, no, thank you for having me. No, we got to do this again. How long have we been here? It's, it's, been about, it's been about an hour... Hour, well, yeah, yeah, about an hour 40. Yeah, yeah, feels like it. I don't know. I just, hey, it's man. weird being on the other side of, I don't do many other shows. I appreciate you, know? you pulling up, man. Thank you. I got to come check out your spot too. Where are you guys come, film at? Over here somewhere? We're kind of, well, it's kind of close to Burbank. Yeah. We're on the right outside of Burbank. Valley? Yes. Okay. No, not the valley. We're right outside of Burbank on the other side. Glendale. Closer to Glendale. Oh. But we're, I mean, we're moving next, the next month, I think. Nice. We're, I, I just need a new bigger spot for the clothes. Hey, you and guys are killing it. We man. do the, Congrats, dude. I'm, like I said, dude, I'm glad you came up, bro, because I was like, oh, thanks, this, man. I feel like me and this dude would fucking get along. Like, our childhoods are very similar. Yeah. Is- it's just, uh, you have to think about it. People ask you, like, are you, you're not fucked up from that? Like, I could be if I wanted to let it. I could. You could have let it happen to uh, you. Yeah. For no, what? Everybody in my family is fucked up except me <laughs> and my sister. She's doing all right. You know what I mean? I feel you, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's crazy. My parents are in town right now, and it was like, my, I just, you know, shout out to them. They're, 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 they're doing well, but. My dad was down bad, bro, when I was growing up at certain times. Same. Like, I had a fucking drug dealer. One time, I remember vividly as a kid, my apartment complex, these fools came looking for my dad. And my mom was like, he owes them money? And I was like, fuck. Not good. Not good. Some stepdad, my stepdad, some shit happened like that. Yeah, but not good. over that. Not over drugs. <laughs> some other shit. Yeah, no, we got we to gotta chop it up some more, man. I appreciate you pulling up. Appreciate you. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was an awkward Thank handshake moment. It was very awkward. It's okay. We got through it. <laughs> Fire. That was dope. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Hey, what up, man? Uh, you just watched a, another episode of the Bootleg Cat Podcast brought to you by Hardeen, baby. Shout out to the family at Hardeen. Don't forget, 
Make sure if you're in Las Vegas, you get into that taxi. As soon as you land, you get into that Uber. Say, take me to Hardeen, all right? They're going to take get you taken care of. The most craziest premium selection of cannabis you'll ever find under one roof. It's a vibe in there. The butt tenders, they're going to take care of you. Man, listen, tell them I sent you. They're going to get you right. Shout out to the family at Hardeen in Las Vegas, the number one dispensary in the world, all right? And we are so proud to be partners with them. So shout out to Hardeen. Go follow them online, Hardeen underscore Las Vegas, and check out their website, HardeenLasVegas.com. Get you some swag. You know, you can't buy this, but you know, yeah, shout out to Hardeen. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.